0: Welcome to The Four Keys Show, how to win in your business, body, relationships, and mindset. My name is Andrew Silito business psychologist and performance coach. Welcome to The Four Keys Show. My name is Andrew Silito business psychologist and performance coach. And today I'm going to talk about sustaining energy throughout the day as a business owner, business leader, and why perhaps we've got this exhaustion epidemic that's taking place. Uh, and it's prevalent in, in business. Something I've experienced myself and had some hard learned lessons with, I was just going too far into into my business, immersing myself into that, and also trying to t- do other things, be there for my family, uh, play sports, and just being overwhelmingly busy, thinking it was all working for me, but then resulting in some some poor health. And I'm seeing that a lot. I'm working with a lot of clients who are experiencing something very similar. And it feels like it's becoming a bit of an epidemic, so I'm going to talk about that today. Um, and something that I've learned over the years, I've been immersed in sport my, my whole life and I've spent my, my teenage years training. Uh, I had a fortunate career playing, growing up playing roller hockey. I, I played for Team GB and, and, and eventually started coaching and just had an amazing experience. But I was in a, a genre where training, if, you, if it wasn't hurting, it wasn't working. and That was kind of my life. And so we trained very hard, eating all the foods that we thought were healthy. So just getting as much tuna pasta in my body as I possibly could. Um, And then what I noticed around my 30s, I started to, well, actually mid-20s, started to feel some really bad pain. Uh, I didn't know what it was, but pain in my ankles, in my joints, my hands, my knees. And ultimately brought my, my hockey career to quite an abrupt around 2008. It was the last time I played at an international level and it turned out uh, that I'd been suffering with gout, uh, a, a form of arthritis. I'd also been diagnosed with hip arthritis which was more degenerative arthritis which has really given me some some pain. I was told that I'd have my hip replaced within five to ten years and that threw me into studying nutrition and over the years, I've noticed that it's not just about how my, my body feels when it comes to nutrition and what I consume, but also also my mental health, which I'm going to come on to uh, in a bit, and how it can really improve our mental health and the relationship between our gut, uh, the way we feel, the way we think, and our energy. Uh, so I expect some of you will, will notice at some point during the day, your energy starts to, to drop off. And the first thing you reach out for is that, that chocolate bar or uh, a a soda drink, a, a you know, Coke or something that just to get that sugar fix that you feel you need to to sustain the energy. And what happens is you end up on this bit of emotional roller coaster because perhaps in the morning it's the caffeine, mid-morning snack, lunch, and then the afternoon drop, more Coke and etc. And it just it's just a consistent challenge. And what we know is that it's that type of diet that we've been socialised to believe is healthy. And bear in mind, I, I grew up believing that. As long as I consumed enough pasta and tuna, that I'd be very healthy and maybe some veg as well. Uh, but it turns out, and what I've learned is, is that actually it's the exact opposite. And over the last few years, I've learned how to change my diet, which has ultimately uh, put my my gout in remission. Now, if any if you know anybody that suffers with gout, it's extraordinarily painful. I don't look like the profile for someone that suffers gout. There's a bit of a misconception that it's linked to um, eating lots of meat and and drinking alcohol definitely will have a, an issue with the body and inflammation because it is toxic. Although it might be fun for some people, too much fun for others. But it is it is toxic. Um, but what I've what I've learned is actually sugar and carbohydrates are the biggest problem when it comes to sustaining energy, good mental health, and um, inflammation in the body. And what I've what I've been doing over the last five years, uh, probably starting off with more of a paleo approach, um, which I expect a lot of you are familiar with, and I started learning about ketogenic diets, which I've become a huge fan of, uh, and I think people say, oh, ketogenic is a, it's a fad diet, it's uh, one of those things that just people are doing at the moment to try and lose weight really quickly. Well, if it's a fad diet, if you look at the composition of, of the food that, that you eat on a ketogenic diet, it's served us well for two million years. So... So I think that there is a bit of a misconception and we did, you know, what we saw in the, the 70s and the 80s was this just influx in um, low fat products. Fat became demonized uh, and then it was just everything was pumped with sugar to make it taste better. And then if you look at the standard American diet and when that was introduced in the, in the 70s and kind of adopted in the 80s, it's a, it's a pyramid with um, grains and bread and all those kind of things, pastas, carbohydrates then fruits and meat etc actually if you look at the the connection between that being introduced into the the standard american diet which has pretty much gone across the western world type 2 diabetes has skyrocketed Uh, obesity we know is is an epidemic anyway Uh, stress mental health all these things are connected uh, to that, that introduction of that food, and I think what we're learning now is that there's a much stronger relationship between uh, mental health, physical health, uh, and nutrition, which we've kind of always known, but actually there, there's a bit of an agenda, I believe, which is driving that at an economic level. So when I was growing up, uh, well, when I was diagnosed with uh, arthritis and uh, particularly gout, I was told by my doctors not to eat meat because it's got purines in it. Um, and you shouldn't eat uh, foods with high purines in, you know, stick to the the starchy foods, carbs, etc. But it didn't get any better. And it wasn't until I started exploring a ketogenic diet about three years ago that I noticed that the inflammation in my body started to go. And then more recently, as crazy as it sounds, and this is—I would suggest—it's a tool, not necessarily a lifestyle, although I, I enjoy it very much, and it does definitely goes against conventional wisdom. But I'm not—I'm not recommending it. Is that I followed a carnivore diet, which is pretty predominantly meat, a lot of ribeyes. I eat very little veg, um, and I found that through healing my gut, I've healed my entire body uh, through this approach. And so, if anyone's interested in learning more about that, check out Sean Baker. Uh, who is um, it's thriving on a, on a carnivore diet? And there's a there's a whole movement on that, which is um, where people are, particularly if you've got autoimmune, you know, where you can heal the gut and heal the, the body. Um, so, so the purpose of this really was to, for if you're someone that is finding at about three o'clock, four o'clock, you're exhausted. It might just be worth thinking about how you're eating, and there are a few things that I'm going to share with you that you might find useful, might be worth trying out. If you're finding that you get fatigued or it comes to the weekend and you're tired and you, all you want to do is spend time on the couch or your body aches and you kind of wonder why it's aching or you just put it down to your five-a-side football or some time in the gym, it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't be aching like that. Uh, I'm, I'm 43 and I am feeling better at 43 and I was at 23 and 33. I just assumed because I was playing sport, the way my body was aching and was just a consequence of, of lifting weight and, and playing a lot of hockey. Actually, it's just not true, and it's it's a misconception. It doesn't have to be that way. In fact, we can stay fit, strong, healthy, stay lean, uh, well into our forties, fifties, sixties, etc., and have good longevity. So, so some of the things um, to to think about is that your preferred fuel, your preferred source of energy, or the body's preferred source of energy, is fat. Right, despite what people think, where this you know you've got to have carbs and Fill your body with carbs and actually just a sideline, uh, Tim Noakes, check out Dr. Tim Noakes, South African doctor who invented carbo loading uh, in the 80s. He did all the science behind it and was very excited. He's an ultra runner, um, now has type 2 diabetes and he's on a mission to, to undo all that work and he is a strong believer on a zero carb Diet. The guy is zero carb and he's working a lot of ultra runners, uh, endurance athletes who are actually zero carb because they're using fat as their source of energy, a way to burn fat and it's a much more sustainable way of burning, burning fat. Um, so that, that's something to think about uh, and so just think about it around managing your insulin. Uh, insulin is uh, certainly one of the oldest hormones in the body and, and it's, it's very well connected to, to, to stress, uh, like the the cortisol in the, in the body when we we spike insulin too much, so it's important to, to manage that and it, that because that can cause inflammation in the body. So if you look at it from that perspective, the body does need glucose. Uh, the brain needs needs glucose, but it doesn't need as much as, as we think. And in fact, if you went completely zero carb, which is what I've done, uh, and I'm still playing hockey, I, I still have tons of energy. I get compliments, which is good, great for my ego, uh, from the, the younger guys who. You see me still playing hockey and I'm, I'm feeling better than ever on a zero carb diet because I'm using fat as my source of energy and I trust that my body, through gluconeogenesis, will create enough glucose uh, in my body to, to get enough to my brain, which is around 30 to 50 grams, so I can function properly and enough in the body. So it's, it's a complete misconception. And without getting too much into conspiracy, uh, it does make economical sense to have grains on the shelf than meat. Um, So we're seeing a big big push towards a grain-based diet at the moment, um, which is is not good. Grains are probably one of the least uh, healthy foods that you could could eat, even whole grains. Um, We've been marketed at and sold at and believe that grains are a healthy food. They've got lectins in them, they cause leaky gut, and actually leaky gut, when I get people off that have got gout off grains, they notice immediately that inflammation gets better, less leaky gut. Which can cause inflammation in the body, um, and and not allow them to excrete uric acid as well. In they they're building up uh, through the purines. So so that's that's one thing to think about. Um, so grains are totally unnecessary. Become a fat burner. Uh, use use fat as your your source of energy. And the other thing is, if you're somebody that is looking to get leaner, lose some weight, drop some pounds. Um, yes, being in a calorie deficit will work. Every PT will tell you that. It's kind of what they they go to. They'll say that you know calories are calories and if you if you train hard you will um or if you train and and you're in a calorie deficit you can lose weight it kind of makes sense that it that does make sense i don't believe that all calories are equal um so it, you know fats in meat versus eating a bag of skittles you might have a similar sort of energy similar amount of calories but you're going to be on that emotional roller coaster insulin up down etc so i don't recommend it Um, stick to healthy fats um, high fat moderate protein uh, low carb approach Uh, 80 percent of the work you're going to do to to drop some of that weight is going to be in the kitchen Um, you cannot out train a bad diet so whilst calories might be calories and you put yourself in a calorie deficit you're also going to think about it from a mental perspective how you're feeding your brain how you're feeding your gut these are all connected so if you take just a simple idea if i train harder and eat less calories, then I'll lose weight. You will, but your metabolism will slow down. And then what happens is people end up putting the weight back on, probably even, even more so. So today was a bit of a different shift. I do talk about this in the Four Keys book around getting into that optimal state as a, as a business owner and business leader. And for me, it's about sustainable energy. It's about how do you sustain that energy from, from the moment you, you start work or wake up right through to the end of the day that allows you to, to leave work, do some exercise um be cognitively ready all the time and not feel like you've got in that 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 fog that sometimes we experience that brain fog that cloudiness uh, often referred to as, as grain brain as well you know just eating too much bread at lunch and then having that fatigue in the afternoon just by making some changes having increasing increase in your protein and your fat um, can can actually be very beneficial but it does take a bit of time it's a bit of a transition you can't just drop it uh just like that because the body will go become more stressed and, and that can have a reverse effect, or you, then you might go, you might get hungry, and you might just go to the, the nearest thing you can get. So just just bear in mind, it's a bit of a transition. So my, my, my recommendation is, if you're interested in this, and you or you feel like you've got a bit of a challenge around sustaining energy, um, my my goal for you, my my uh, set a challenge, which is to drop sugar, grains, and seed oils as well. I've not mentioned seed oils, but seed oils, and ideally alcohol. Um, But if you drop grains, you're probably going to drop beer anyway. Do it for 21 days, just 21 days So drop grains, sugar, and seed oils. Uh, If you really want to have a drink, you know, have a vodka soda or something like that, although it's still grain based technically. Um, But if you do it for 21 days, you know, drop alcohol for 21 days to see, see what happens, see how you feel and let me know what you think. I am sure there are a lot of people watching this uh, who have a, 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 you know, nutrition is very personal. So I'm not pushing this on anybody um but if you're listening to this watching this and you have an opinion then share it let's uh let's talk about it and would love to hear your thoughts so so that's the show for today thank you for listening in watching wherever you are whether you're on facebook uh, youtube or, or linkedin or listening on the podcast um if you're catching up on some of these episodes on on linkedin then um it's also on itunes so you can uh, you can catch up there so again thanks for your time uh keep doing the work and let me know what you think All the best. Take care. That's it for this week's episode of the Four Keys Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate it, leave a review. It's much appreciated. Until next time, keep doing the work.